podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Support for this episode has been provided by Ratio Keto-Friendly Crunchy Bars. If counting macros makes your head spin, count instead on a snack by Ratio. They've done the math for you, so you can spend less time studying the label and more time enjoying your day. Delicious and convenient, both their toasted almond and lemon almond flavors have two grams of net carbs and a unique combination of sugar and protein, all in a satisfying crunch. Interested? Ratio Keto-Friendly Bars are now available in the granola bar aisle at Walmart. To 2 2, and we've still got more than half an hour to go. And here's Ozil. Lacazette. Ozil! Yo! Could it went left, but it went right. Because it went wrong, but it went right. Said it was Ian, but it went right. Oh, so one hit bars on bars on site. MVP in the night. Ten negative deposit in the Could have had that fight, but I'm gonna walk on site. Man, I have to drop that man. You're not gonna spit this time. Trying to work with a good oh, energy. Man, you're gonna work with a bad man vibe. None of these guys can't do it. It's amazing. It's amazing. That's foul. That's the response of Arsenal. Across the line. Score for my team and the time I play. Where better know when man's in sight. Man, I said that. Simply lost their focus in the joy of equalizing. But I won't see you right. Man could have had that fight, but I'm in walk on site. Man has to grab that ball. Fabregas. Can he go all the way here? Still Nazareth. Let's try Chavez. Hello and welcome to another Touchy Gunas podcast. My name is Lewis and I'm joined by our uh, regular guest, Shabs. How you doing, man? Yeah, man. Are super you, happy right now. I, I can tell. I can tell you're super happy, man. I'm, I'm reveling in it. Like, <laughs> we recorded a bit later, but you know what? I'm willing to sacrifice that extra hour sleep here just to, you know, just really take in tonight's game. <laughs> yeah, this is, I love I loved the shit has we. You know, um, Morata, Morata came and just, you know, he had a word, he had a word, he had something to say, but yeah, man, we move, we move. Yep, and uh, we've got two new guests today, so um, we've got Brian, uh, hello Brian. Yeah, right, Lewis. Yeah, I'm good, mate. Be on. <laughs> um, Brian, where can people find you on Twitter? Um, my Twitter is at BX underscore AFC, okay. that's my Twitter, right, yeah. Cool. Um, and we've got Nathan. How you doing, man? What's up, man? 
Uh, where can people find you on Twitter? I know you're a bit of a bait face on Twitter, so maybe... Uh... <laughs> you couldn't wait to use that one, didn't it? Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, I had a little pre of your tweets before. I was thinking, oh, this guy likes doing, like, polls on, on uh, you know, your regular TL topics and stuff like that. So... <laughs> yeah, at bait face, mate. Ah, uh, there we go. It, it, make, it makes a lot of sense. Um, so I'm going to start with like a little introduction to both of you guys. So obviously, because you guys haven't been on the pod, I don't know too much about you guys' opinions and, and, and whatnot. So, Brian, I'll start with you. Um, just yeah. tell me uh, brief thoughts on um, how Arteta has performed so far and whether you were pro or against uh, Arteta coming in and taking the job initially. And also, just tell me your favourite ever Arsenal player. Um, firstly, with Arteta so far, I'm one of those people that don't think he's done as good as what people say he has done. Because team selection has been off for a couple of games. Also, our performances in games where I feel like we should be imposing our will on teams hasn't been as good as we say it is. For example, the Sheffield United game stands up to me. Disappointed with that game. The Palace second half disappointment that, but it's not his squad, so I'll give him that. He hasn't had a, a full transfer window, and so hopefully this time he'll be back by that. Yeah. Yeah. So what? What about um, your initial thoughts on the appointment, Arteta? Was you behind it, or did you think maybe we should have gone for someone a little bit more experienced? I was definitely behind it because. It's someone that we don't know and it's an unknown like a manager we're going to get. I wasn't one of those guys that are like, I'll take Mourinho to the end of the season. He guarantees top four, guarantees a trophy. I was one of them guys. But I'm excited for this project because from very little we've seen, we've heard, we've heard from Pep that he's very confident. He's got ideas. And even a former players have spoke about Arteta and said that he is a leader, he's a captain. And he's imposing his all. Like we've seen what he's done to Guendouzi. We see we've done to aliens and we made it now. So he's not afraid to make big decisions and big calls. But I feel like the big calls are affecting the team. For example, Ainsley made it now not being in the squad. It's a bit of a problem so far. But I'll give him a 6 out of 10 at the moment. Just a 6 out of 10 for me. Okay, cool. Um, and the last question, who's your favourite ever Arsenal player? Ever? For me, it's Seth Fabregas. Because when I was growing up, he was the guy. Like the goals he scored, the goals against Tottenham, the goal, the penalty against Barcelona, the free kick against Aston Villa, the goal against AC Milan. So when I was growing up, he was the main guy for me. When so, you were growing although, up, that like, made you about six years old, wasn't it? No, no, no. But like, when I was like nine, ten, around that age, I'd say when I got into support in Arsenal, that's when Fabregas was balling. So yeah, he's my favourite player. Fair enough. Ever. Uh, Nathan, the same questions to you, man. How how is your um, initial thoughts on Arteta? And how's the last three months gone? Uh, were you behind Arteta when he first got appointed? Oh, there's the Skype gremlins got Nathan. I'm here, I'm here. Okay, yeah. Did you hear what yeah. I said? Yeah, yeah. Okay, uh, cool. So, yeah, definitely not. Um, I definitely wanted a experienced head. So, I was definitely trying to go for the Allegri type mould. Um, someone oh. different. I'm sorry, man, but it's just the way it is. Um, but yeah, so far, I'm actually um, probably quite impressed with what we've done so far. Um, I think if if we're led to believe that it's a process and things are going to take time and, you know, people need to get used to different methods of working, etc., 
then I don't think really and truly we could ask for much more. Um, I get that people are a bit pissed off about team selections, but I really think our squad's at our bare bones right now. Um, I don't. I also don't get all the gripe he's getting for uh, Maitland-Niles, but I'm sure we'll touch on that later. Um, but yeah, three, first three months, um, yeah, I'd probably give him a six, six and a half out of ten. Um, obviously, there's improvements to be made, which we know already. Um, but I don't think he's meant to be pulling up trees um, so soon in, in his tenure. Um, and then favourite player, yeah, it's got to be Henri. Um, there was no better player for Arsenal. Good answer, good answer. Yeah, you got off on the wrong foot there with Allegri, but you know the Henri thing is, I can accept that. I can accept yeah, that. You sa- <laughs> yeah, you saved yourself. I'm yeah. not going to lie, you saved yourself. <laughs> <laughs> I've been sat silently thinking, wait, I don't know about this, you know. <laughs> <laughs> All right, um, guys, before we start the podcast, um, make sure to use the hashtag TouchlineFrackers. You can follow us on the Touchy Gooners. Obviously, you can follow the lads. They've given you uh, their username. So if you like what they have to say, go and give them a follow. If you obviously dislike the fact that Nathan wanted Allegri, obviously give him abuse for that as well. <laughs> um, let's start with the uh, the West Ham game on, when was it? On Saturday. It feels like such a long time since we had like a Saturday 3pm. I can't remember the last time I actually sat down and watched Arsenal on a Saturday at 3pm. You know, it, the, the schedule's been all over the place. It's because of that bloody Europa League, though. That's, that's, that's oh. what it is, really. Were well, you happy to be out of it, Shabs? Yeah, like, I, I'm not happy. In, I'm, I'm not happy, grand scheme of things, but um, I've always said, I consistently say, I think the Europa League's a distraction for us. Um, the, re- the revenue that it brings in for us is obviously necessary, especially because we've been out of the top comp. But yeah, man, it's a distraction in terms of the scheduling, in terms of when and how we play our games. I just don't think it helps us. And I think it will be a blessing in disguise that we're out of it so for the um, run at the end of the season. Because I just think less games to concentrate on because we, we don't have the quality in the squad, really. So I just think more time Arteta has on the pitch with the, with the um, on the training ground with these guys should should help us. Yeah, you say you should help us, but judging by that West Ham game, we uh, we weren't doing much in training this week. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, yeah. It was. It, let me tell you my thoughts on the West Ham game. So I feel like at the start of Arteta's reign, we had quite a lot of promising performances, and maybe we got a little bit unlucky with the results. Um, so maybe you know we we, um, we got a bit fortuitous. Uh, un- well unfortunate with some of the goals we conceded you know the Chelsea game the Sheffield United game games like that I felt like we probably did enough to get a result but now I think we're seeing uh, the flip of the coin now where we're like the Everton game and and now this game where we're playing quite poorly and coming out with wins It it reminds me of this of the Emery one of the Emery run where we won uh, well obviously we were unbeaten for like 22 games but we were vastly (laughs) <laughs> very very lucky to do so and it just kind of r- reminds me of that a bit I don't I, I haven't seen Arteta's identity in the last couple weeks um, I don't know how you guys feel about that Brian maybe you start on that um, do you think that Arteta's I- identity is, has, has gone missing from maybe his initial five or six games to to now yeah I agree because his first game I think was the Bournemouth away game and it was there for Everton in the stands but it was Bournemouth away and then we saw, firstly, like, he wanted to play Aiden Mittenard as an inverted winger, um, inverted right uh, right back. But then since then, I feel like we've just gone back to our old ways. Maybe the new manager buzz that we didn't actually have has actually fallen off a bit. 
and the West Ham game showed it. Like West Ham, they should have been, I think, two goals up. Leno saved us in the second half. And then we did get the goal in the end, so I've got to give credit to the team for that. But the performances, I'm just not having it. And that's why I've only given him a six, because even the Leeds game, which was a bit of, uh, quite a while back, the first half was shocking. But we are getting the results. But people were complaining about this under Unai Emery, so are we going to give him a chance, opportunity? Like I said, I'll give him the summer to get his players in, but his identity, he's trying, but until he gets his own players in, I don't think we can fully judge him on that, to be honest. Yeah, it, it is a bit of a, a tough one because you have to kind of cap the the rating that you have of him so far mm. because it is someone else's team. He's given... I mean, you look at our team. I mean, I, I think I made a comment like maybe... I was looking at West Ham's squad and I was thinking, you know what, I'd actually take some of their players, you know? <laughs> like, I wouldn't mind a few of their players playing for Arsenal. Diop you know what I mean? and um, Diop. Yeah, Diop. Um, even like guys like Lanzini. I think, did Lanzini start from the bench? I think, I think. I mean, you look at the creativity that we lack in our team. I would have Lanzini over Ozil, I'll tell you that for free. You know right. what I mean? So, um, uh, Nathan, what did, you, what did you think of the West Ham performance? Are you see? Are you becoming a bit miffed by Arteta's identity, or do you or do you just see this as like kind of like a teething process? Um, I I agree that our first few games, you know, they were very promising. It was you know great intensity. You know, we were pressing everyone off the park. Um, but I think Arteta quickly saw that you know we could only do it for forty five minutes, and you know football is a ninety minute game. Um, so he's kind of had to. Um, alter his tactics almost. I do think once we get a good pre-season under him, we probably will revert back to the original game plan. But, you know, we've got so many unathletic players. You know, we've got Xhaka, Ceballos, um, pretty much our whole back line on on Saturday could barely move. Um, So it's not really... um, you know, Arteta's fault, I don't think. Um, I really think he's just doing the best of what he has at the moment. Um, in terms of performance, um, it's probably the worst I've, I've seen in a while. Um, we were quite sloppy. We were slow. Um, we weren't very intricate. Um, we did quite well to get the goal, um, if I'm being honest. But, um, yeah, I thought it was a poor performance from, from everyone, really. Shabs, what about, what about you? Yeah, I, pre- I mean, I pretty much agree with what the um, what the guys have said. I think um, I think just 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 going back to the points made about the first game, Arteta in his first couple of games, it wasn't just a Bournemouth game. Um, you know, there, there there was a good intensity demonstrated in the game against Chelsea. Um, we played with good intensity for most of the match against United as well, but we 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 dropped off in those games right at the start of Arteta's reign. And that was because of this um, stock issue in terms of a lack of physicality, a lack of intensity. And that's just throughout, throughout our side. Um, and I think that's why he's had to revert away from from that because it's, it's just not going to work. Like, it, 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 it didn't work. You could see that. So he's tried to find um, a, a happy medium. I think what Arteta has done, by and large, for most of his reign so far, is tried to find happy mediums and try to find balances. Some of them... Um, I think he's been a bit stubborn, um, like um, his exorcism of um, of um, exorcism, his exile of Aiden's teammate, the Nas. L- but I understand there's some attitude that. issues there. Yeah, let's talk about but, that then, because 
I mean, I was of the opinion last week that, you know, he's kind of cutting off his nose to spite his face, Arteta, with his yeah. like, uh, Mainsley mate, the now situation. But now that I've seen this report from David Ornstein this week, and it's like, you know, he's turning up late for training and, and stuff oh. like that. And it's, you know, I've got no sympathy for him like that. If you're a manager and you're a coach like Arteta, who is working with these guys day in, day out on the training ground, then you can't accept that kind of behaviour. You can't. I Even think, if it is at I the think, detriment to the team, you've got to get those characters out of the team. And I'll stand by him. If, if, if this is the case you've got to do, uh, if this is what you've got to do, then in this instance, I'll back him on the Ainsley Martin now stuff. Yeah. I think what okay. I respect about Arteta is that he, he, he's played for Arsenal for a while. He's played for Arsenal in recent history. He was a captain. He's got some understanding of, of, of the heritage, of the fabric of the club, of, of all of the things that are important. And just how he was, he wasn't the most gifted, um, he wasn't the most gifted footballer, but he worked hard. And so he's got certain principles about him and he's, you know, is, is very Pepish in terms of um, the way Pep is as well. Pep has certain principles about him. He expects a certain um, type of work ethic or whatnot. And if you're not going to um, give him that, then he, I, I suppose Arteta's just got no time for you. And that's what seems to be coming through. Because at first, I didn't really understand it. I thought, hang on a minute, Maitland-Niles has been playing well as well. It's been working. Mm. It's been offering us some sort of defensive security, but offering us some balance, freeing up um, a midfield player, even at times a deeper midfield player, to, to, to push on and get forward in terms of the way Ainsley Maitland-Niles has been able to invert and come into the middle of the park. Um, it, just, it just gave us something. We looked like we could um, do the five attacking lanes in a, in, a, in, in a proper way, but still have some stability behind us. For me, um, I never, ever, ever want to see Socrates at right back. Ever, like I, ever, I, ever, I, ever. I, <laughs> ever. I hate it. Like, surely I we could do it. better than the geezer from the I local chippy playing at right back. Like, I don't, I don't I understand. I hate it. it. But what, what you've got to think here is that Maitland-Niles, whatever he has done, whether it's true he's turned up late for training, whether it's his attitude issue, whether he's saying that he doesn't want to play there, whatever, whatever he has done must be significant enough yeah. that my man thinks I'd rather play this aging centre-back at right-back oh. than, than have you here. My only you know? issue with Socrates playing there is I, I understand if you're forced into a corner, but I feel like we could probably play other players there. You know, I think Mustafi would probably... Would Mustafi. A, Mustafi would be, a, be a, would be a better option than Socrates. At least Mustafi's played full-back before. Um, yeah. Even, yeah, I think that's a fair even, point. Even like a proper wild shot, maybe playing like something like Reese Nelson there. I know it's a bit techy because you've got Saka on one wing and maybe he wanted to go for that more defensive like so solidarity with Socrates yeah. having three centre-backs and stuff. But yeah, um, yeah I mean... But, but like, Lee, do you remember in the Europa League uh, under Arsene Wenger that Reese Nelson was doing bits at right wing back and it's a bit different but I don't Reece think Nelson he's doing bits bro I don't think he's doing bits man no, <laughs> you, <laughs> you see you, this is how I know you're Pudumi's friend yeah. you're back any 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 under 21 player you're back in I'm not having man. I would have these yeah, debates with uh, Pudumi as well Nelson was not pulling up any trees in Europa League I man under Arsene Wenger that last season he was in the Europa he was but, yeah. what games you said Arsenal went out last season. Ru Ru no, I, I went out left a couple of years ago. You, you know? can't, you can't yeah. remember the games, but they were so outstanding that you know. They, yeah, all right, cool, fair enough. Go on, uh, man. Fair go on, go, go fair through. Oh, but with the Angel Mitchell thing, I also agree with you. 
And I think, if you remember, I think when Lundberg was manager, he said about Meza Ozil's attitude that he would have dropped him for one of the games when he was manager. And also with Pepe not playing under Emery, Lundberg and Arteta for a couple of games, it just shows you that they are taking into account what you're doing in training. Like, if you're not putting the work in, you won't play regardless of how good you are. Because we see lineups start some days and we're like, what is this guy doing? Like, why is Pepe on the bench? That's probably been the most common question we've seen this season. But if he's not working in training, if he's not putting the work in, then I think it's fair enough. Like, you earn your straps in training. The way Pepe's playing at the moment, boy, I wouldn't question it. <laughs> I agree. I agree. I'm not a fan of him at all. I said get Zaha in, people laugh, but who's laughing now? Well, Zaha, I think Zaha's only got about two goals this season, so nah, I don't know if anyone's think... laughing, to be fair. Yeah, I don't... Yeah, <laughs> I think I we're all just looking at each other with straight faces. So. Like, I don't think anyone... Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's been a bit sticky, because, you know... Mm, yeah, the whole Zaha, thing's a sore subject, great. to be fair. And Zaha would have cost how much? Like another, what was that, like 60, 70 mil, was it? Was it a little bit more? I can't remember. Yeah, all up front. Yeah. Yeah, but of course, Palace will it all up front. Um. Support for this episode has been provided by Ratio Keto-Friendly Crunchy Bars. If counting macros makes your head spin, count instead on a snack by Ratio. They've done the math for you, so you can spend less time studying the label and more time enjoying your day. Delicious and convenient, both their toasted almond and lemon almond flavors have two grams of net carbs and a unique combination of sugar and protein, all in a satisfying crunch. Interested? Ratio keto-friendly bars are now available in the granola bar aisle at Walmart. Nathan, uh, what do you think about the Maitland-Now situation? Are you, um, are you backing Arteta in this or do you think he's, you know, he should just do whatever he can to get him in the team? I'm, I'm always going to back the manager. Um, I feel like from beginning of the season, um, Maitland-Now has been given sound bites as to why he doesn't want to play right back and why he... He sees himself um, as a central midfielder, stroke right mid, um, and you know, fair play to him if, if he's got dreams and aspirations to do that. But it's not going to be at Arsenal. Um, I really think he's talked himself out of um, his place in the team. Um, obviously, we don't know what's gone on behind closed doors um, and what's what's been said between him and Arteta. But I really do think he's just said, "Don't consider me as a right back anymore." I just want to play centre mid, and now, now there's egg all over. See why weed is not good, folks. You see why weed is not good, man. You just start <laughs> yes. talking. Oh, oh. Yeah. So, sorry, yeah. Shabs. Sorry, Shabs. I didn't mean to, you know. Yeah, there's nothing to do with me, you know. But no, listen. It 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 would proper upset me if if um if it was because of some foolishness. Like he he could actually be a decent utility player for us. He could be decent backup. He could make a decent career at right back, you know? Mm. And I think you, you, you have to look over the other side of the park to think about Saka. And Saka's a young player, you know, rather Andy, Andy niles has got like a couple of years on him. Like he's got like a good four years on him. Um, but Saka's a young player. He's come in. Left back is not his natural position. You see what I'm saying? The two guys ahead of him are, are, are out in terms of injuries. Saka's just come in. Yeah, no, Saka's come in and he's and he and he's and he's made the most of it. And you can see that, you know, he's just got his head down. He's actually still demonstrating a lot of um uh, attacking class not a lot of attacking class, but he has been one of our most productive players in terms of his output yeah. this season. And you say like Maitland Niles could be like, you know, he could be decent at right back, like you know, he's had some decent performance. The, the the first game of the season, I swear he got the assist for um yeah, yeah. Yeah. 
you know, yeah. down the right hand side, puts the ball in. It's a good ball, you know. It's it's that type of Watford thing. As well. but, yeah, it, it, exactly. But you know, um, if it is because of this, if it is because of her attitude, there is something that tells me it's a bit about his attitude as well. Not just that he's there's a way of saying to a coach, "I don't want to play there." There's a way of saying like, oh, "I don't, I don't see my future there. Play me here. Play me at centre centre mid instead." Um, and I just think, yeah, it speaks volumes that for the last however many games we haven't seen him. It's not there. It's mad. Yeah, um, it is. It is a bit mad. But, I mean, it looks like Arteta has made his decision. And I think that's probably Ainsley Maitland-Niles done at, um, at the club now. Um, yeah, I think he's done. I think m- sell him in the summer. Get twenty twenty five for him. Yeah, we'll yeah, get decent money. Happy. I think we spoke about it last pod. Like we said, we'd probably get decent money for him. Let's talk mm. a little bit about. So obviously, Pablo Marie may. Um, I know he made his debut against bloody Portsmouth on the twenty ones, but um, you know this was his first proper test. Um, I mean, I didn't really notice him, and I know that's kind of maybe like a good thing about being a centre back where you don't notice him, but at the same time, like. I don't. I, he's just a bit of a nothing player to me, really. I don't. I, I don't uh, know. It's it. What do you guys? Nothing think? stands out about him. To me, nothing stands out about him. The only good thing is that he's left-footed, so he fits perfectly as left centre back. But other than that, he's not exactly quick. He's got a decent height on him, to be fair, but, and he's a decent on the ball as well. But we need better than him if we're gonna progress. And in the first half against Pompey, I thought he was getting had up. To be honest, I know he kept the clean sheet in that, but. He was getting pressured, but yeah. I don't. I don't even know if he's decent on the ball. I don't even think I've seen, I've seen enough of him like that. Like I think he's he's obviously looked to um, progress his passes and play 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 the ball forward. He's played a, a, a few passes forward which broke lines against um, Portsmouth, but it's against Portsmouth. But um, yeah, I I I want to kind of be objective about him. I want to be optimistic. I want to say he's played two games. Um, he hasn't made any mistakes and we've kept clean sheets. The West Ham game, though, he, he we were extremely... Mistakes, though, he? he hasn't made any um, like glaring mistakes. He hasn't made any yeah. mistakes that have led to goals or anything like that. He That's what lucky. I meant. He, he has been. Yeah, he, 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 he was lucky. But the West yeah. Ham game, we they, they, they were all over us. We are, Leno saved us. Leno really did save us. He pulled out some, 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 some big ones um, on Saturday. I think they had us up. And um, but we we won and we got points on the board and that's it. And I I am kind of in this space where it's like you know what I'm not happy with the performances. It does look like we've moved a l- not backwards generally under Arteta, but from what how Arteta started to uh, how we're performing now, it does seem like we haven't been able to progress. But ultimately, we're picking up points, we're picking up wins, and I'm I'm kind of happy with that because if I think about Arsenal, we've lost six games this season. I think only Wolves have lost the same number of league games as us, and, yeah, lost then, more, yeah. and then Liverpool, and then it's Liverpool who have lost one game all season. No one else in the league has lost less games than us. But we're in March, we haven't won ten games. Do you see what I'm saying? So it's kind of like I'd much rather the points at this point in time, and whatever is happening, Arteta is is picking up points, three points at a time, three points. We need as many of them as possible if we're going to do what seems impossible right now and try to and try to. Um, in fact, I'm not even going to say it, but yeah, we just need to <laughs> win as much. We just need to win as much. Yeah, we need to win as much games. I think the season's going to be cancelled way way before that, anyway, Shaz, man. Like this, <laughs> I, I know. And I, and I think one last point about Mari, I think he, he is lucky, though, 
that um, he got out of jail with tonight's game being postponed because I think oh, Addy, I think boy this guy he would have been <laughs> under the lights today anyway he would have been under the lights 100% and I think a couple guys would have spun him especially after the way that City got spun um, by United. United I think yeah. they would have I would have they would have turned up to show and prove and I think we would have, we would have seen some casualties today from him. I, I, I don't know why. I just felt like, yeah, this guy's going to have a bad game today. So, the thing yeah, is, yeah. I, think he's, I think he's lucky we Obviously, played Brighton on the weekend. And watched, that could be another clean sheet. I watched Leipzig yesterday, yeah. And I don't mm. know if you guys caught the game. But that Upa Meccano, yeah. That's the type of quality we need to be going quality, for. Right? Quality. Yeah, like he's, the, he's got all the attributes that we need. And I, I, quality. I, I would imagine he's a bit far out. Like, well, Saliba, though. Sorry? Saliba's coming this yeah, summer. Yeah, but, so. we need a, but Saliba's 18. So I'm not putting yeah. too much on him. Yeah. You know what yeah. He's, yeah, you can't. I'm not how, expecting. How's Upa Meccano? 20, isn't it? He's, to, he's, he's no, what, 20, that. he's a bit older. I think he's 21 or 22. Yeah, hey, 21. Yeah. yeah. but he's he's the exact profile of defender that I want. Not Pablo, even his name sounds soft, man. <laughs> Some soft Spanish guy, Pablo. Pablo Marie. No, I'm not having it. Like, I, I don't know. He's just a, He just looks really normal. And um, I'm fed up of having these normal defenders, man. So... But you know what? I'll give him his chance. I'll give him a chance. Um, Nathan, any thoughts on Pablo Murray on his like first proper game? Um, nah, no, nothing new that the boys haven't said already. Um, he did look a bit slow and lethargic at times, but um, he was quite domineering in the air. Um, we'll just have to see what he does against against a big club, and then we'll just take it from there, really. Yeah, definitely. Um, all right, cool. What else is on the agenda? Um, just think, what else happened in the bloody game? I can't even remember. It was such a, a, a pointless game for me. Oh yeah, so obviously Sabayas. Lacazette scored. Lacazette scored. Yeah, Lacazette scored. As we got his first assist this decade. He's posted on Instagram. Lacazette. Same. You see how VAR tried to constitute everything in their power to to count that goal against us, but. Um, yeah, yeah I, I just wanted to talk a little bit about Sabaris' performance in midfield because for my money, again, I thought he was probably our best player, um, especially in the second half. First half, it was a bit, you know, I think we, we managed to get a lot more control in the second half, especially up until up to the point we scored. I felt like we were quite in control, not, not as much as I would have liked us to be, of course, but I think we asserted more control in the second half than we did in, in the first half. And um, I thought Sabayos was integral to that, especially as the way we, we moved the ball up field a little bit better. Um, guys, obviously, I, I haven't heard your thoughts on Sabayos, but would you, is, is he someone that you guys would look to keep around? Um, Nathan, we'll start with you. Um, no, nah, you know. Um, what? I, I think, <laughs> do you know what it is? I think the way the Prem is going at the moment, it's less about technique and pirouettes in the middle of the park and more about getting across the pitch. Um, we need, we desperately need some PNP. I think we even saw it towards the end of the game where we were stretched and Sabas was trying to move things forward and it was just running like a bit of a pansy, really. Um, we We need legs in midfield. And I feel like if spending... 40, 50 million on 
Sabas is going to stop us from, say, getting a Sumari or or a party or something like that. Then listen, forget, <laughs> listen, my friend, forget these players, man. Sumari party must be having a laugh. Yeah, you've been that, you've been listening to 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 Sean too much, in it, man. In it. Listen, everyone <laughs> Sean puts his socks in, yeah. They just listen, it. So go on football yeah. index, sell your buy shares or whatever it is, whatever it is to bet against those players. Whatever Sean no, says, I got, bet I against got, those players. It, it, it's not even that. So Sean, I got faith. I got I got faith. I got faith in those guys. I just don't believe that they'll 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 come to. I don't believe nope. we can acquire them this summer. Partey is way too good for us, man. And he's yeah. been in a an in a uh, an AIDS Atletico team. That team is a he's his price just oh, went up as well. Yeah. Partey's price went right up after today's performance. Today, so yeah. forget it. Like, he, he you know, forget that like, he's he's yeah, forget it. Like he's done. With him. The other one's one got good. chance. Yeah, they're gonna renegotiate terms. Yeah, but, then once. But yeah, I suppose the point still remains that we need legs in midfield, uh, and I don't think he he offers that um, just now. So, yeah, isn't there, isn't there room to have a balance though? I really think it just depends on on what we're looking at and who's actually going to come to Arsenal. Um, if Sabas is in midfield, then again we need you know one or two other players that are going to do the doggy work for him. Um, I don't really think. Arteta in the long term is going to favour Torreira. Um, I think his stature kind of sets him sets him back. Um, so we'll probably look to shift him on. Um, Xhaka's future is still up in the air. Um, Ozil, you know, we don't know what's going on with that one. Um, we we just got a lot to sort out at the moment, so we'll just have to wait and see. Yeah, Brian, what about you? Are you uh, are you pro Sabayos or are you uh, uh, along with Nathan? Yeah, I have to agree with Nathan to be honest. I think Sabayos, he's a normal guy. Like what he he loves, he just runs around in circles. Like at when he, at the start of the season, he played two good games. The Newcastle game actually, he came out at the top of the Newcastle game and he blocked something. He blocked his shot, kicked the ball out. Fans loved him. The Burnley game, he balled out. Give him that. But after that, he's just been poor. And I haven't you been impressed with him. Against West Ham, uh, he was decent. Like he's nothing special. I can't think of like, oh, I didn't come out of the game thinking Sabah's positive. And I feel like his price tag as well. And I think he'll be looking to cut as well. Cut where? Yeah, you Real Madrid. I, I, I think you're being a bit harsh about him. I think in recent weeks, yeah, he's like, kind of, since he's come back into the starting lineup, he has been, he, he's, he's given us something. Like, I don't, I don't think we, um, I think for however media our performances have been, I think they're they're worse without him because he does give us some sort of um, control in the midfield, and he isn't afraid to get on the ball. And he does he has tried to progress things. He's tried to get the ball forward. He's tried to he's, he has tried to make things happen in a way that none of our other midfielders really can. Yeah, so I think okay, in the last yeah. couple of games, particularly he he has been all right. Obviously, we look more he's like had a lot of mediocrity in, in between. Yeah. Absolutely, because I I just don't think any like we you know as far as our middle we're not creating nothing from the middle. If if if, team, if things come yeah if things come through the middle they come from the back line. They don't come from if things come yeah, through the middle it's because David David Luiz has played a, a you know a ball that's gone through the whole team. That kind of thing. Um, they're not things ain't coming through the middle from us. You know everything has to kind of go out wide. Saka has to do the job. Or Pepe has to do a thousand step overs. You know cut the ball back. <laughs> Play it back, play it back to Sabios. You know, it's that like it's, it's not happening. So I think he he 
he has given us something and he probably does have a, a, a skill set that a lot of our other midfielders don't have. But he is auxiliary for me. He is like he's he's not a priority. And I think that's what the issue is. He's not a priority this this summer. I, I think we absolutely like you lot are spot on. We need we, we need power, we need pace. Um we need strength in the middle of the park. We need imposing figures who've got good technical quality. Um, I don't just want the runner. I don't just want the guy who's going to run up and down, up and down like a headless trigger. I want someone who's actually got an intelligent footballer who's got technical quality, but who's got all the physicality to, to, to go with it. And that might be a lot to ask for, but there's players out there who can who can give us that, who are within our reach. Uh, mm. And I think that's 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 the same reason why I'm not really feeling this Orkan um, guy who we've been linked to as well because he he looks he looks hella small. I think he's five nine, um, oh, and he's just young. Yeah. Like he's like he's 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 young. Like he's a young footballer. He's playing his football at Feyenoord, and I just I don't know what he's gonna give. We're, we're talking about a thirty million pound fee for him or thirty million euros for him, and I'm thinking, are we are we chop, like are we playing games? Like we can't afford to spend thirty million pounds on a on a midfielder who we've already got like two, three of his kind in the middle of the park. Like we did, like it's a it's a it's a it's a it's a joke. Go in and get go in and get um Papa Papa Guy for half the price. You know what I mean? I'm hearing like good for things a fraction about this guy. But... Yeah, what's Just... he about, Shabs? No, I mean I'm saying go in and get um, Papa Guy for about a, for about a, a, a third. Yeah, but I'm saying, what's he price? about? What's Why he, what's would we he, spend... All I know is he just sounds like oh, a PMP. That's, that's what I'm going by the name. Do you know what? I'm not going to lie to you. Yeah, I got, I got, I got. Obviously, I first heard about him in the sensible transfers thing, and then um, us lot in the group chat, a couple, couple videos of him. Um, I haven't seen him play a full ninety minutes. I haven't seen that, and that's and that's what I need to see. I like to go off of that rather than just the YouTube clips. But the YouTube clips look juicy, and you know the caveat is that yeah, look at the level that he's playing against, the level of opposition he's playing. But you can see he's, he he looks like he's got ceiling, and if he's doing this and looks like he's having a jolly up in 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 his current league, um, where he's got like physical quality, but can get up the pitch. He looks like he can get, he can carry the ball reasonably well. Um, and carry it forward. That's it. We need someone who's not afraid to get on the ball. We need Ceballos, but a more imposing figure. We need Ceballos with more stature. You know, that's what that's that's what we need. We need a Torreira with, with with you know who's about a foot taller. That's 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 what we need. Cool. Yeah. I don't. I don't know. What do you man think about? Um, you said about so bios. Like, what do you think about other midfielders? Like, if you're saying the PMP, who? PMP. It's a difficult one because the market we're trying to go for. Because I'm assuming we're going to finish outside the top four, so our market is already tainted, and we have already a restricted budget. So I'm thinking, who are we going to get that is worth the money that we have? Because we haven't got a lot of money. Because I think defense is still an issue to me over midfield. So. I'm not sure for us at the moment. I'll be real. So with so with defence, um, Saliba's coming in. So um, you know, obviously left back is left back's kind of sorted with Tierney. Um, you know, Saka can cut, but I mean, like so let's say summer, let's say like transfers. So Tierney's injured, but he's back in training. He'll be back before the end of the season. Yeah. Um, you know, Saka. We know Saka can 
he's reasonable there. I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I don't arrest all my eggs in him. He's still really young and he's still early in his career. But as a position, that's kind of covered. And we've got Kalasinac, whether you like him or hate him or whatever, he's good enough or whatever, he's he's still there. So that's less of an urgent area for me. But you're saying defence. We've got Saliba coming in. Um, where, where else do we need to address the defence? Centre-back as well as right-back? Another centre-back. We, nev- we, ne- we definitely need a right-back, I think. I think that's tied down, you know. Sorry? I think we sign Cedric on a oh, yeah. on a four year contract when it comes to the end. Um You, th- you think Cedric's a permanent like kind of uh you you think he'll be our first choice there? No. I don't know about first choice, but I definitely think that the right back position, I don't think we're we're looking at that anymore. I do I do think once once his contract ends, um we will offer him um permanent terms. Um so I don't think that's a priority anymore. Um, I reckon we will go in for a centre-back, but it's not going to be one that we want. And then someone's obviously going to have to get shipped, or maybe two. Um, it's looking like Socrates at the moment. Um, maybe Mustafi. Um, he has to go. After. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he's, he's just... Holding. Hold, holding, man. Yeah, holding. Yeah, there's... Yeah. Callum Chambers. Chambers, Chambers is not going to be able to get rid of because he's um, injured. At Zenny, we believe everyone deserves access to high-quality, affordable eyewear. That's why we offer stylish prescription glasses for men, women, and kids starting at just $6.95. Our online factory direct model cuts out the metal men, so you save. At Zenny, you get the same quality frame and lens options that you'd get from an optician for one-tenth of the price, including blue blockers, progressives, prescription sunglasses, and more. The best part? Try on any frame, anywhere, with our 3D virtual try-on. Zenny.com. Eyewear for everyone. But, but, but let's move on to Pepe, because I think... I don't know, obviously, I, I don't know how where you guys stand on this subject. Obviously, I've been kind of like a staunch defender of Pepe, but I, I'm, I'm being forced to sell my stocks on the low, because I can't come out publicly and say... Well, I am coming out publicly. This podcast is going out to five other people, but... I can't say it in the group chat, do you know what I mean? Because the uh, the opposition are listening, the enemies are listening. But I'm, I'm doing it on the sly. I'm just like selling Pepe stocks on the sly at the moment because he's really disappointed me, man. And um, he hasn't, Arteta hasn't had the effect with him that I would have hoped he would have had. Where are you guys mm-hmm. standing uh, regarding Pepe? Uh, Nathan, if you want to take this first one. Um... He, he's a very frustrating player. Um, I think he's got loads of talent. Um, he's got loads of raw ability. Um, but I think it's been mentioned before, he's just not aggressive enough. Um, you know, he's the type of player that will prefer to do like a thousand stepovers or, or jink his man like five and ten times. Um, but in terms of cutting edge and, and getting into the box, he just hasn't got that about his game Um right now um someone said um with you see harvey barnes goal the other day for leicester mm. someone said that yeah. uh, pepe would still be dribbling now if that was if that was him. <laughs> i know he Bad. said that as well <laughs> okay and you know it's guy. true isn't it it's proper true. <laughs> that guy. It's um, true though I'm, I'm still willing to give him some time um i think next season is going to be really important for him and, and really important for arsenal um 
so yeah, I've, I've still got stocks in Pepe, but I'm not screaming and, and shouting about yeah, it. Have you sold any of the stocks? This is where I, because I've still got I've still got stocks in Pepe, but have you have you know have you been letting them slip out of your pocket as you as you walk along? Is is that, is that what's been happening, or, or have you still got the stocks that you held from day one? No, I've still got my stocks. I'm I'm just not I'm just not. Um, You're not shouting see- about it. Yeah, I'm, not, I'm just not seeing an increase in my share price at the moment. So. Yeah, yeah, boy. It's a, it's a bit like the coronavirus has got the uh, the old uh, stock market going on a crash at the moment, isn't it? So <laughs> stock prices are at an all-time low. Maybe it's time to buy some more. What about you, Brian? Well, me, I'll, I'll be disappointed with him. Like, I'm looking at stats now. Four Premier League goals in 24 games. I know a few have been off the bench, but one of them was a penalty. And he's just... Like like um, Nate was saying, he's just so frustrating at times. Because you know he's got it in him. He can beat players, but his end product sometimes is just lacking. His touch sometimes lets him down. And I feel like he just doesn't know what he wants to do at that time with the ball. I feel like we're putting a lot of pressure on him as well because he's our only guy who can take on players. Because when Nelson's not playing, it's just Pepe or Bust. Because the Batman 1v1 is pretty awful. And Pepe, oh, I'm just disappointed in them. Luckily for me, I didn't buy any stocks in them, so I'm not holding a loss. But, yeah, man. Your, your stocks I, are in all the, the young bucks, yeah? Uh, my, my stocks is in Zaha, isn't it? They're, they're rising every day. But in who? Wolf, Zaha. My He's done this. Like I said, he ain't done anything. How's these stocks rising? I haven't heard anyone mention his name all season. He's got like two goals. Thing is, yeah, Wolf, the heart, yeah the heart, Wolf's the numbers this season real. are low. Hello, hello, but it's our, the most far player or second most far player in the league. So we know why I'm doing it. People are on this thing. He's triple teams every game. He's the he's the, the LeBron of Panic. He, he's the what? Making play. The LeBron triple of Panic. Every game. Ga- he's the what? Every game. Triple teams every game. Okay. But, but what did you call him? The what of Palace? The LeBron, LeBron of Paris. 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 He oh, makes sorry. everything. Oh mate. Come on, he makes everything. Does he? I've, yeah. I've, I I can't even endorse this this this, this Zaha conversation. I'm just gonna <laughs> lie to you, not right now, because he's yeah he's I like him as a player, but yeah his number I think his best is ten and ten, isn't it? He's, in terms of his numbers, his output and come on, man. He had oh, time, time best season last season. He shot his load last season. Didn't get his move. Yeah, he and didn't get his move. Now he's got to have his medicine. Can't afford him. He's got to have his medicine, man. Well, he, but, shouldn't, uh, he, should have, he shouldn't have signed that contract then, should he? Yeah. I think just to, just, just, just to weigh in on... Um, Pepe, I don't, I don't know. Like, I, I, I do. I personally want to err on the side of caution. These, these opinions are are, are mine and my own, isn't it? Um, that's my young disclaimer there. But I, I think he's coming at a time where he he can't afford time at the at the fee that he came in for the hype surrounding. Like, he's the, not only like um, him as a player, but the fee attached to him as well. I think he he's needed time to adapt to the league, to the to the style of football, the, the negative style of football that we're playing under Emery, the changes that have taken place mid season, um, and whatnot. And he's just not going to be afforded that time. A because like Arsenal can't afford, like Arsenal need spending that much money on him. But Arsenal need him to be successful and hit the ground running. Is the bottom line. Um, and Shab, B, you, you sold don't. Any I didn't buy shares to begin with, man. I didn't buy shares. I don't, and I don't mean, and I don't, and I don't mean um, 
like literally, like I'm speaking metaphorically, I didn't buy shares in, in, in the beginning. I didn't really know this, Donny, to be honest with you. I didn't know him before we, um, bef- uh, until just a short while before we were linked with him. And then obviously it was like, all right, we've signed him. All right, I understand the season that he had, um, you know, in Lille. But like, it's always like a, about... A cop-out, Shabs, I can't lie to you. Nah, it's always like ad- ad- adaptability, in it? And like, you can be a good player. Like, I've, I've seen it, man. I've seen players do crazy things in different leagues. Like, Dirk Kout was prolific, yeah, in frigging Holland, yeah? Like, scoring however many goals, yeah? And he come to the Premier League for Liverpool all these years, and he was just meaty. Like, there were players who just ball out in different leagues, yeah? yeah but I could but it's about Dirk what you can do shit. in the Prem. I could tell you Dirk Kai was fucking awful. Like, Fair enough. Yeah, you, enough strikers he, Dirk Kai in, is probably the only player who would look shit on YouTube. <laughs> enough players ball out in different leagues like you, you can't get so... enough dirt kite clips to make a good YouTube um, compilation right. he's that poor right. but um, yeah uh, alright cool let's move on to uh, so obviously we got Brighton on the weekend provo- like uh, obviously providing coronavirus doesn't stop that apparently we're in quarantine or isolation does that mean we haven't been training this week what, what I don't I'm really confused about this isolation thing. I really don't understand it. But um, I heard you be train on Friday. Train class. Yeah, the Friday. players have a day off today. But yeah, we go again on Friday. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm I'm kind of hoping the season gets cancelled. So for, for obvious reasons, um, so you know, so certain teams don't win the league. But like, I, I think because I saw something touted today that um, they're 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 thinking about doing this in this in Serie A because it looks like their season going to get cancelled as well. Um, mm, that they're going to do some kind of playoff thing to get into the Champions League spots. But now I'm looking where we are. We're like ninth. I'm thinking, well, a playoff would be qualified. Yeah, would we even qualify for the playoffs? Because it's looking a bit mad right now. Like, are we? So I think we need to get as many wins as we can. So I was kind of glad that the Man City game got postponed today because by the time they get to rearrange that game, probably coronavirus has washed off the whole season anyway. So it's kind of good that we're getting these... uh, I I don't know who we've got after Brighton. I think our run-in for the next few games is pretty decent, isn't it? Um, It's decent. That is... Yeah, alright. So we've got Sheffield United in the Cup. Norwich at home. Oh, Wolves away. Wolves away. But I think that's... Leicester at home and Tottenham away. Oh, God. It's a bit sticky, isn't it? Uh, Liverpool, I think um, those three games from mid from mid April to the end of April are a bit. It's a bit nuts. Are a bit tough, yeah, yeah. Well, but basically, what we need is we need six points, so we need to beat and Brighton. Then, oh shit! We and then we have got beat... Liverpool after that as well. Yeah, exactly. We need to beat Brighton, yeah. beat Norwich, and then hopefully coronavirus cancels the season and we finish in like the top eight, and then we in like we're in the playoffs basically. I'm I'm hoping that's enough, but um. <laughs> Yeah, that's that's my theory. Um, let's uh, also be... that Man City game's got to be rescheduled, didn't it? And that that so that ain't gonna happen before the international break. So that's gonna be crammed in somewhere between. Well, it depends as well if the Man City qualify for Europe. To, we've got Southampton yeah. to reschedule as well. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. So yeah. So we've got games. two. We've got to cram in two games. So we, you know we're go, we're we're gonna we're gonna get shagged. 
when it comes yeah. to uh, timetabling those dates. We're going to have to do something like two games in 48 hours or something like that. It's going to be a quick turnaround. Because after, after like the Wolves get, so like the Wolves, Wolves is on the 13th of April, um, Leicester's four days after, five days after, sorry. And then you've got Tottenham a week after, basically. And then you've got like, so we're going to have to fit a game in like, midweek. And then another game in like midweek as well. But um, obviously, City, if they're in Europe, it, it just it depends, isn't it? It depends what, what, you know, what availability they've got. But yeah, man, it could be peak for us. It could be. It could be. Because those five games look horrible. Let's, horrible, um, horrible games. let's do some listeners' questions then before uh, we wrap things up then. Um, so I've got one here from Mike underscore Adama. He asks, in light of Saka's rapid development... Should we sign a left winger? If so, who would you like us to sign? Uh, anyone want to start with this one? No? Yo, no one wants to go. Right, no one wants to go. <laughs> oh, right. um, I, feel, I feel like this season's a write-off anyway. Um, so I feel like for the rest of the season, or when Tierney's back anyway, we should afford him and Martinelli... Um, a chance to grab that left wing position and stick Alba up top. I'm not trying to persist with Eddie or Lacquer until the end of the season, but it's just going to give me a headache. Um, so, yeah, we should see how they get on that left wing and see if one of them can make a position their own. Um, if how do you not, feel about Saka at left wing? Um, I thought he was quite hasty with your opinion on shifting him left back, but now having seen him left back. I was right, uh, obviously I'm the prophet, you know. <laughs> well, yeah. So um yeah, I I would still like to see him at left wing just to see what he does. Um because I don't want to write him off completely and just say he's gonna be a left back. Um, yeah, we should we should see how Saka and Martinelli get on. Um if it's not up to standard, then I say we go back in for Zaha. Yeah, my guy. But yeah, but then Zaha is another year older. Wouldn't he be like twenty nine? What? He's twenty eight at the moment. Yeah, twenty seven now. Twenty seven. But would you really want to fork out? I mean, yeah, fine. He'll probably go at a cut price. So, what were they asking for last time? Seventy million was it? So yeah. last year was a hundred. Was it a hundred? 100 or 80 up front. I mean, <laughs> I mean, that's just mad because I wouldn't, I don't even think I would spend 50 million on Zaha. No, we would, we would. At 28 Zaha, years old. Zaha, listen, I get he's 28, but he's worth it. He would be good for at least another three to four seasons. What makes you say that? Because physically, Zaha is top notch. Yeah, as we know, his, his as you get to a certain way. age, your physicality goes. Yeah, but I look at Zaha as a player that physically he won't wane until very late in his career. Ask me personally. The only problem with Zaha is that he he gets fouled a lot, so he might get a lot of injuries. But I would definitely go for him. But with Saka, I would persist with Saka. I would keep him. I think he can do a job on left wing. I wouldn't keep him as our number one left winger because I think that's a lot of pressure on him. I definitely have him as an option, 100%. I honestly yep. think signing Zaha is the laziest thing in the world. Like, surely maybe. there's better options out there. That, well, maybe. If not, not, if, if not better, 
if not better, same level and um, mm. considerably mm. less uh, money. Them. I don't think we can afford to spend 60, 70 million on Zaha. I agree. Yeah, yeah. We can't go. I, I, I don't think we can go in that direction. I don't think we can. I think we have to be a lot more shrewd um, yeah. in the market, especially because we, you know, we're out of, we've been out of Europe's top competition for time. And we can't. It, if to me, it's not good business sense to go and sign a player like that. Um, I, I, I think I'm not. I'm not as hesitant about Saka um, playing further up the pitch. I think he's he'd be a decent winger. Um, I'll get points I've heard that you know I've been on pods and people have said different things he's better coming from deeper I get that I do like how he's performed at left back but I don't want to become over-reliant on him um, we as a club do this a lot like we'll just say oh this is a play a player comes in temporarily to cover a position and that's it this is your new position now um, and I'm, I'm not sure if that's the right thing for, for him although he's helped us I think also his output in terms of assists this season, he's done a lot of work. He's done a lot of work higher up the pitch, you know, and and he has demonstrated qualities, demonstrated flashes of qualities, putting like some fantastic crosses both in the Europa League and um, the Premier League in terms of his delivery. Um, he's 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 shown his ability to beat players and get past people. A la Newcastle, um, he done it the other day as well against West Ham. Um, yeah, he's had a few, you know, so he 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 does have some stuff. Yeah, he does have. He does have something about him in the final third. He's ma- he's not as you know he's not he's he's not your elite winger, but he's 18 years old. You know this is his first. It's what like a second year pro. Like this is his first. I, I keep saying like what's he played for us like 20 games. You know I so think, I think yeah I think the more I've seen of Saka, I'm starting to see more of the. Because I think my issue with Saka originally being a, a winger is I didn't really see any standout attributes. But I f- but obviously his one real quality was his, was his end product. And we've seen that, you know, his ability to cross the ball in. He struggled at first. First couple left uh, games at left back, his end product Bournemouth. was quite poor. Yeah, Bournemouth was and terrible. I, and I think what you have to remember as well, Lou, is that when, when, when we first started watching Saka playing as well, he was playing under Emery. And no one was... <laughs> Emery wasn't getting performances out of no, anyone. it's true. And I think um, Arteta has liberated him a little bit in terms of giving him it, like confidence and self-belief. And like when I think we will see a different Saka. When, if the team is able to start playing better and get more confidence and swagger about them and actually start to impose ourselves on games and control games. I think we'll see him not afraid to, 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 to try different things. I think we'll see a bit more from him. I At the moment, think, it is still a bit, you I go forward, think, it, it's still quite safe. It's still quite like, like rigid, highly structured. Yeah, I just think with Saka, I think if we're looking at comparing him to his age mates, yeah, I, I look at someone like Sancho, yeah, this is the kind of level we should be aspiring. And yeah, cool. Sancho, um, Saka might, by some miracle, get to the level Sancho is. I, I he might do. I, I very much doubt it because he doesn't have what Sancho has. He doesn't have that X factor. He doesn't have that extraordinary ability to beat players. Yes, he can beat players. Cause he's a, he's a good footballer. He can beat players. He's got good close control. He's very he's very good technically. He's got a, a good brain on him as well. He's not he's not a thick fella. Um, but it's just he doesn't have that X factor, and I, and I have no doubts he could be a decent 
Premier League winger, maybe. Yeah, maybe. I've got no doubts about... I've got no doubts about maybe he being a very good championship winger. But I just don't feel like he has that extreme quality needed to be a, a winger for a team like Arsenal without aspirations. I don't see it. Like, you know, Chelsea, even Chelsea, we can look at Callum Hudson-Odoi. Yeah, yeah, he's not, he's not, you know, he's not firing on all cylinders at the moment. Is he, is he injured at the moment? I don't know. I don't know what's going on with him. Yeah, he's injured. Yeah. He's injured, yeah. But we see extreme qualities in him and he's around the same age as Saka. And yeah. that would be my issue with using Saka as a winger. But you know what? Maybe we should give him a go. He's, def- he's definitely earned the opportunity. That's what I would say. And and if he grows physically, maybe he you know he gets that extreme pace and you know that acceleration and stuff that that really makes him a weapon because his end product is is superb at the moment. I can't you know I can't it, it, at some points he's carrying our bloody attack. A, an eighteen year old is carrying our attack from left back. You know, that's, that's how much of a shambles it is. So I'm not adverse to ha- giving him an opportunity at the wing. I'm just, I, I just think if we really want to progress as a football club, we need to have more. That's, that's just my opinion. Though. When you're ready to ride Metro, we want you to know we're ready for you. Here are just a few of the people at Metro to tell you how we're doing our part to keep riders safe. We're cleaning like never before. We're hospital grade clean. You'll find hand sanitizer stations all over the metro. No mask, no metro. Need one? We have a few extras. At Metro, we're doing our part to keep the D.C. area moving. Find out more at wmata.com slash doing our part. Yeah. Okay. What have we got here? So a lot of these questions we touched on. Um, so yeah, Guna London says, what do you think of Tierney left back and Saka left wing with Obra up top? What are you guys' thoughts on that, the whole Aubameyang playing out wide situation? Do you, do, you, do you get it from Arteta's perspective or are you like, enough is enough and Ketia and Lacazette, clearly they're not, they're not it. Let's put our best striker up front. Brian, what do you think? Uh, uh, I kind of get it because I feel like you can see Aubameyang can still be a threat out wide. And plus, we need to I know it sounds dumb, but we kind of need to play Laka into form, if that makes sense. I know he's thinking the joint out, but we need to get his guy firing. We bought him for 50 million. Haven't we tried to do that, though? Haven't we tried to get him firing and he just wasn't doing it? We have, but then he'll score score a goal in in between his run. We'll play for five five games, get a goal. We'll see a bit of light, but then we'll just have another shambles. I personally, I would play a Bamang up front, but I feel like Laka is too expensive to have on the bench. You know what I mean? Like the wages we pay him, and just yeah. I, 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 I think another thing as well is that the bigger picture here might be that we need to sell Lacazette, and the only way we're gonna get maximum value for him is if is if is if we play this guy, and mm-hmm. uh, and that's me being really cynical and wishful as well because I uh, honestly, God's honest, I hope it's what happens, but um, you know, his his, his value is gonna decline. Like our price for him will decline if he doesn't play. If he doesn't play football, so is it what I want to see? No. Do I want? Where do I want up? Upper, closest to goal, where he does the most damage. But also, Arteta came out the other day and said something about. He, he didn't say it in 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 so many words, but what he alluded to, me reading in between the lines, was about his lack of options because he kind of doesn't have. We don't have ten left wingers or something like that. So 
you know, he kind of has to play like someone there who's still going to offer a goal threat. But how can Martinelli stop playing? What's mm, going on? Yeah. I don't know what's going on there. I can't, I, can't, I, I, I really can't explain or understand that because I think that is the answer. I would play Oba up front and I'll play Martinelli on that on that on that left wing. But mm. um, I don't know. And Martinelli's going to go to the Olympics, isn't it? In this month, I he's going to go. Part of the Brazil's got. I think the concern with Martinelli would be if you play a front three of Martinelli, Pepe and Aubameyang, the ball just isn't going to stick. The ball isn't sticking as it is. But It's not sticking as it is, though. That's the not, problem. But it'll so, be even worse. You... So, you, I, I don't know. You would have to structure the team in a way where we're just constantly playing on a break with that team. But Which I think would suit all three players, to be honest. But, no um, one. Yeah, go on. Um, yeah, I think I think Martinelli needs to play. Um, I think what um, Arteta needs to look at is is not being so rigid. Um, so I think Martinelli and, and Aubameyang, they offer a bit of flexibility where one can shift to the left and the other can can be the focal point up front. Um, unfortunately, with with Lacazette, he has to play up top. He can't. He's not the type to drift out wide and and make something happen. Um, so yeah, I think that's what we need to look at for the rest of the season and see how we get on. Yeah, he definitely needs to add more strings to his bow in terms of the attack because we are we are we we are way too rigid, man. And um, I'm not. I, I like Enketia. Um I'm yeah, like- I'm happy that he's getting opportunities and stuff, but I'm not certain he is Arsenal quality, man. Um, I would love him to be, but yeah. Maybe a decent player to come off the bench and grab you a goal, but mm. I, I would be looking at looking to sell Enketi if we can. That's that that's probably like the best use we can get out of him. We can, if we can get 30, 40 mil for him, that's the academy's done his job. Forty mil. <laughs> Listen, every do you know what? Yeah, you say that, but if he scores three or four goals from now until the end of the season, I guarantee you. Seems how much did Liverpool sell Solanke for? Honestly, it's possible uh, forty m's, and he's done niche. <laughs> Nah, Liverpool sold Solanke. Listen, worse, stranger things have happened. How much did Liverpool sell Solanke for? Trust me. 40, yeah. 20 to Bournemouth, innit? Nah, 20, yeah. what? 40, nah. 20, 40. Yeah. yeah, but they got 20 for him. He hasn't even bloody played a Premier League game before. Yeah, I like true. And uh, if, if Nketiah has got Premier League Brewster, goals under his belt. Yeah. Brewster would go right now, market value today. Rian Brewster, 20 mil, he's going for. I'm Nothing saying. less, maybe and even Nketiah 25. And ahead, so, ahead of these guys. Nketiah's, yeah, yeah, exactly. So... It's not straight. We shouldn't. We shouldn't be getting less than thirty mil for Enketia. Yeah. Honestly, we yeah. shouldn't. Uh, it's just the way it is. Um, this, this is where we're up to right now in football. It's true. Um, last question before we wrap things up because it's getting a bit late. Um, TT underscore two two one six asks thoughts on the overlap on the right hand side and Pepe as an inside forward. I need to see goals rather than a Ronaldinho 0308 skills comp every game. I mean, <laughs> it definitely isn't Ronaldinho skills, is it? Because uh, Pepe, I mean, yeah, Pepe's showboat rule isn't, isn't that great, I don't think. But um, what, yeah, what do you guys think of, uh, are we doing, is Arteta doing uh, Pepe a disservice with not having someone like Saka on the right hand side? I mean, he's not exactly helping him if Socrates doesn't get forward. Well, when Maitland-Niles was playing, I don't remember Pepe standing out. I didn't see him... But Maitland-Niles wasn't the, the overlapping... Maitland-Niles was... Yeah, 
Yeah, Maitland-Niles wasn't. Yeah, he was. Maitland-Niles would hold and sit in the midfield, and that, and that's okay. the thing. Pe- Pepe, Pepe has been isolated. You, we, we can say all these things about him, and he he does need to have a look at himself. He does need to do better, but he the system hasn't been structured to in order to get the best out of him. So what do you want? Like he's been asked to hug the hug hug the line, and that's not really his game. He's been asked to stretch play. That's not really his game. He needs to be able to come inside on his left foot, run at his man. Like, you know, when he has done it, he's, 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 he's looked horrible. He's, he's made stupid decisions. He's, he's taken too long to adapt to the way the game needs to be played over here. And when he's got his shots off, more often than not, it's been horrendous, you know, diabolical. But he, he, he does, you know, it's diabolical, man. No, but he does need, he does need something. Like he, he does, even when Bellerin's played, like when Bele- Bellerin used to be able to get forward and go on the outside. Oh, I've seen a few things when Bellerin's got closer up the pitch, like higher up the pitch, and um and been able to like you know put off a one-two or that. But then they don't really do nothing with it, and like it's just it's 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 it is largely frustrating when you say you spent this much money on a player. He he, he needs to do better, but the system not not making any excuses for him. The system also hasn't been structured in order to get the best out of him and that's a problem you know you need you need your big signings to be a success like you have any club you need them to I agree lads I agree um just before we go then some quick predictions for the the Brighton game um Brian will the game go ahead uh, yeah, yeah I'm <laughs> all right cool what, what would the result be I'm going for a measly one one draw. One one draw. And your name on Twitter is so people can find you. Oh, at bx underscore afc. Cool. Um, Nathan, uh, predictions for Saturday. I'm going three one Arsenal. Wee! All right, cool. I like that optimism. Are you a no- are you normally Lac- an optimistic guy? Not really, but I just got a feeling. Lacazette brace. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, cool. Where, where, where can people find you and uh, direct uh, their positive energy to, towards you? <laughs> uh, Twitter and Instagram at Baitface. Inst- man said Instagram in the nah. On the football I need the podcast. F- <laughs> 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 man said Instagram. I can't believe it. All right, cool. And Shabs, what, what are you thinking? Uh, do you know what? Uh, Potter, in it. I, I, I think Arsenal lose this game. You know, yeah. I'm not going to lie to you. I think Arsenal lose by a meaty, by a meaty, meaty goal or some mm-hmm. dodgy decision. But yeah, I think we lose the game by a single, yeah, single goal, and um, that's it. Will bring us crashing back down to earth. It's the game that we probably need to win as well. Still have a game in hand, really, but we probably need to win that game. If we win it, it puts us on 43. But I think we'll go and lose it. Honestly, where, where, where um, can people find you, Shabs? Yeah, same place, man. I'm on, I'm on, I'm on Twitter. You yeah, know, not, not like not, this, not, the gram, not like this, no, not not like this show off guy. Yeah. I'm on the ground, but the, 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 yeah, but you lot don't need to worry about all of that. <laughs> I'm on, I'm on, I'm on Twitter, LDN at LDN underscore Shabs. Say more. Um, all right, guys, thanks for joining us. You can follow us on Touchy Gooners on Twitter and be sure to use the hashtag as well. We'll be back uh, same time next week.
episode is sponsored by schwans.com. What are you having for dinner tonight? Hmm, good question. Schwann's Home Delivery has a solution for you. Stock up your freezer with high-quality frozen foods like premium meats and sides, delicious ready-made meals, ice cream, and more. No subscriptions, no memberships, just a friendly yellow truck that's been delivering food for almost 70 years. Listeners of this show get a special deal. Get 20% off your first order with code YUM20. Check out schwans.com backslash yum for details. Sports Social Podcast Network.